to the solution, a real estate podcast where we feel it's time to put the consumer first. We're talking about that. This is episode, this is season three and season three's flair is Mr. Seabach teams and industry leading training. But first I have to talk about, you know, our, the whole idea of the solution a real estate podcast putting the consumer first because I one of my favorite podcasts to listen to is uh, Rob Hahn. He's got two of them. He's an industry analyst, and he talks about he has one that's called industry relations, and he has one that's called interviews. And in the industry relations podcast I just listened to, he talked about how the incumbent brokerages are in a war, and that most of them are still stuck in the agent first era and that he talked about the next era being the um the consumer first no 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 oh yeah no that's why we're not getting the traction is because that they're not talking about it yet i think we're 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 the jetsons right (laughs) like we're too far uh, you mean like does that make me Elroy? <laughs> <laughs> well, well, what we're talking about because he, he said it's he believes that he Rob Hahn talked about how he thinks teams are taking over the industry, okay. that brokers are becoming res, less relevant, oh. and that companies like uh, Zillow and other companies are gonna those that can manage teams but that are gonna simplify the process because he talked about I buying come in. He feels like there's gonna be more companies. Versus the agent model that take over, meaning like Redfin has all the people that work for the company, like Open Door, all the people work for Open Door. Now so they have what kind the, of centric is that? He's just saying that investor he, centric. Well, no, he's <laughs> uh, it's it just well, it doesn't have to be centric. Just, there's an agent centric, and this is the company. He called it the company model Got because it. Open Door, um, the employee guess, model. Guess guess right. Guess who lists the houses. Eugene Quackenbush, an employee of Open Door. Jim Sexton, an employee of Open Door. They're employees. Redfin, employees of Redfin. But those models are, you know, right? Zillow, those are all Zillow employees now. But he said he talked about okay, Zillow so being he, the. That's fine. But anyway. those companies, uh, if I were to read or research their vision statements, their, uh, what they were about, they're about the consumer. I, yeah, exactly, but it ha- yeah. we can't talk about it, we, but we have to make it agent-centric because that's where... No, no, no. Because that's his audience. No, 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 no. He's not saying that. He's he's saying that teams and this model is going to take over. He's just not calling it putting the consumer first. We went, we saw through it all and saying you what you just okay. said. You right. see it that way. I see it that way. But the world is not seeing it yet in believing because everybody still is... He was just talking about Remax and Reology and all them companies and Compass are still. They were talking about coming from Inman and they're, everybody's still focused on the agent model and he he the independent contractor model. No, no, the, everything revolving around the agent. You mean because they're trying to come out with these like, for instance, Compass is trying to build a stack, and what Rob said in his last one, and I completely agree with a hundred percent. Very common. Well, clearly I'm going to have to go listen to it because yeah. I'm not getting... Okay, but Rob said because, you know, because uh, was it Reology or Remax? One of them just bought Bouge. They bought Bouge. Okay. It's like Stack. 
and Compass has the stack, and he's like, but teams are taking over, and teams want their own stack, like we have, right? Like we like our CRM and our you know, yes. Like we're we're not yes. we we don't use what. So team centric is that coming next? I don't know why I'm trying to label it. I'm trying to label it. Yeah, you're, yeah. I, no, I'm just talking about that. That it's just we the need idea. a name. It's just no. What he was saying. Like, if Brad Inman was here, he would name it something. Of course, but he's not here. So the but the thing is, is the key part is, is he was saying that they were talking about at Inman that they're going to be reduced. People think the agent count's going to go from fourteen hundred to four four teen, uh, one point four million to four hundred thousand over the next 10 years. And then this, because it's gonna be, because Rob was saying that he thinks that teams are gonna get bigger and bigger and uh, they're gonna keep mass. They're not gonna be affected, but all the businesses, because he's like, how many agents do we need to handle 5 million transactions? Mm. Something kind of what we're, that, that's a lot like what we're saying. Wow, all right. So I <laughs> appreciate that extended intro. <laughs> <laughs> I was just pointing out that we I think we're the I think it's gonna come around to us and then by the time we get to episode a thousand then everybody will be on board with the consumer first. Okay. And all then right, we're all gonna right. be like Gary Vee, like, hey, go listen to the early episodes. Well the other thing that I wanna say right mm. before we started is that you have been watching the sound the downloads increase. And so thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you for sharing it with your friends. We appreciate it. And today is actually episode four of season three, but it's part three of our negotiation story. And so we had the last two episodes where uh, two episodes ago, we set up the story. We talked about when we were getting into the inspection period as the house got where the yeah. offer was in episode the part two. We then went through the Binzer negotiation, the inspection review negotiation stage. And we ended it at the end where we were able to uh, we ended it with what the seller agreed, what the buyer and seller came to terms with agreeing to keep the deal together after that. And so I said there was a few more pieces of this story, though, in order to get the deal done. Because at the end of the day, is it all about getting through the inspection? No. What's it well, all about? Well, I mean, it's, uh, the, inceptions, the, uh, the inspection is a, a part of the steps, but it's about getting to close. Yeah. Getting to close. Right. And so let's see. Transfer of property. Transfer. Why they call it trading, right? Like transfer transferring so i'm gonna pick the story back up we get them to agree their buyers and the sellers come to terms after the inspection period and so now we had i don't remember what how many day close it was but let's say that we had 10 days of the seller working on completing the items that they agreed to right they had they had a termite that had to be treated and there was a plumbing issue that needed to be done and then those two items and they had a twenty thousand dollar credit plus the twenty five hundred that we threw in so that was agreed on, and now we're gonna fast forward from. Do you because an Arizona purchase contract for those that are not in Arizona, is it's a ten day inspection, and then there's five days for the seller to respond. The seller responded, and then the buyer had five days to accept. So we're day twenty, but we had moved the close of escrow because it was a forty day close. But because it was approaching on the holiday, because it was December 16th, we then pushed it to the 5th of January. So now the seller had more time to... Um, Complete all the stuff. No, be upset that they're leaving their house that they had been in for 25 years. Oh, yes. yes. That's actually a detail that's going to come up a couple times today, is that they were at that, in the house for 25 years. Well, and the, yeah, and the thing was, is they were, you know, they the buyer had was getting a smoking deal, 
and that they um, they. It's funny because the seller thought. Well, there was a mix because the, the buyer thought that they were helping the seller because they get to stay through the holiday, and the seller thought they did it so that they because of their loan or whatever they wanted to change something and like both sides, neither of them were happy. All right, so all the way up until and the deal is supposed to close on a Monday, right? Or Tuesday. What did we go out to the house before? It, it was, was a Monday. Monday. Yeah. The deal's supposed to close on a Monday. And so on Saturday, which we should help the audience because it's industry leading training. Don't pick Mondays for closed days. Don't. Right. Just stop right now. It's the worst day to close on because it is the most common day for things to be late, left over. Right. Like, there's, do you like Fridays for closed days? Uh, Thursday is the right day, right? If you can Thursdays. Why not Friday? Well, because if anything goes wrong on a Friday, then you have the weekend and you have people moving like to you me wait till Monday to fix. Them. Yes, 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 yes. I mean, to me, it's, uh, I mean, that's just what the best is. Wednesday, right? Thursday, Wednesday, Thursday, right? Right in the Mac snap dab in the middle of the week. Right. All right. So, but we not, had... not the end of the month. Like everybody wants to choose the last day of the month. You know what? That's the title company's preference because it's easiest for prorations when it's the end of the month, right? Like trying to figure out the HUD, which is now digitally done, so we don't have to worry about math. Let's move on. <laughs> we're back to Saturday. Was it Saturday night? So, well, Saturday night is where we're going to pick it, it up, right? Okay, so right, right, night. right. So I'm, you know, probably it's. You're just wrapping up an open house? No. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe could have been. It could have been. It was like five thirty on a Saturday. You leave the open house, and I to start to see. Game. I start to see texts come rolling in, and it's these beautiful photos of the backyard from your at, cellar, at, at, as clean as I I saw it, and the kitchen, and the kitchen. The wood floors were sparkling because even though it's not required in Arizona for the seller to clean the property, the seller was proving to me that they've gone bent over backwards for the buyer sending me the i can even see the beautiful kitchen that was from the the magazine kitchen right the outdoor space the pool the backyard and it looked like there was nothing left right right except well and she included the word done done which i we often talk about words being big words Right. Done in that case was a really big word because done meant to me that um, because they were not unfamiliar with real estate because they have sold a lot of commercial real estate. And we had talked about, you know, because in Arizona, when you move, all the personal property has to be removed. And we had that conversation. But unfortunately, this is what the challenge is today is that there's not a lot of lead time to have conversations with people like we used to. Right. There used to be sometimes two, three listing appointments. Now you go over there, you have to be all happy because you're competing. And you know what I mean? Like to me, uh, I think you're missing you're you didn't say that point very well. So you are. Uh, Please clarify for me. No. Well, you, you have shortened the amount of the amount of time that you spend with people because everybody is busy is less. Yes. That's by what, nature. That's what I thought. Less. I thought I said it. But I just want to okay, make sure. Okay, good. No, you, I need you to clarify. Before the show, you were talking about that, that now it's very text, it's quick, it is more complex because there's just less rapport in a deal. You don't have to drive over to their house and have them sign offers where you end up spending 30 minutes or 45 minutes with them. You don't. There's present. more pressure on the salesperson to make sure that they execute very, very well because they only have 
maybe a 15 minute conversation where they used to have hours and time and yes. it was drawn out and multiple meetings and that now it's quick hitting and text and they docu-sign and, and they don't, there's not the uh, thoroughness, I believe. And I think it's demonstrated in the, cause we see a lot of cancellations now and that's why we're talking about this now, realizing that you got to get through this stuff. So she texts the word done. Done, right. And then, I thought she meant we were done. We were moving out. We were gone. Done. Because yes. I usually when a seller Let selling, the buyer come through. Right. When you send me pictures of nothing in your house and nothing in your yard, I thought done meant we were driving away. and You misinterpreted that. Yeah. I didn't know there was still a dumpster on the property. Done usually doesn't mean... Well, that wasn't included in the photo. That wasn't in the photo. There yes. was no, yeah, right. So done. So then you give the heads, you give a heads up to the buyer's agent that they can come do their walkthrough on uh, Sunday. Well, the thing was, is the seller was asking, what time am I going to come out to do a walkthrough to make sure all the stuff? And, you know, I just said, you know, make sure all your personal, pro like, the, I Usually she was asking when, when you were going to come over because as the listing agent, she thought you needed to do the walkthrough first. Right. And I, and I don't like to be there for the walkthrough for several things. One, um, I don't like the seller to negotiate me into the final stages because if you go there, sometimes you get sucked into, well, can you do this and can you do that? And to me, that's not our job. Our job is representation, but ultimately it's their house. They owned it for 25 years. They needed to get all the crap off of it. They needed to pack up and leave, not, hey, uh, trying to negotiate me, the agent, but you got to be aware of that, right? So, uh, yeah, so I was, uh, I was headed off to a basketball game and I texted the agent and I said, yes, um, you know, time to, you can go over there. What time do you want to go over? And she said, uh, no, Monday I was at the – oh, sun, Sunday I was at the basketball game. This was Saturday. Yeah, yes. we set up the time. It was already set at 5 p.m. Great, they'll be there at 5 p.m., all set. Um, and I knew – yeah, so. And then well, they came? They came. and Early. They sh well, I didn't know that at the time. Right. I, I got a text around – the walkthrough was supposed to be – now it's a five – remember, just five-acre parcel – Main house, guest house, garage, horse setup, stalls, right? Um, and 25 years of life, which sometimes leads clues. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. So I was praying I didn't hear from the, from the buyer's agent, right? So they were showing up at five o'clock, as you indicated. They actually showed the up. The seller was the seller's goal was to be gone so that they could do the walkthrough, right? But because them. right, but she said done. So I thought that that meant there was nothing left. Why would they be hanging around? Yeah, you mean because you said done? Yes. Yes, but she but they, she was still there, yeah. tying up loose ends or whatever. And so they were there. Her and her husband were there when the buyer's agent showed up with the buyers to do the walkthrough, and that's when more dialogue happened. Right. So, uh, again, because we're advising the audience out there trying to provide initiative training, you never want the buyer and the seller to see each other ever. It's just not good. It's just bad that this one. That's when one the, more thing comes up. One more thing. Oh, by the way. Oh, yes. can you. Uh, Could you please. please well, yeah, right. Yeah, like to me, I, I wanted to be send me in writing what you want. 
like a one bite of the apple approach, right? Like if you, because that's what I thought was coming. Yep. And she says, "Call me when you can, pretty, pretty, please." And we were driving. My son and I were driving to the game. I missed the text when it came in, and then I get another text as we're sitting as the 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 gorillas waving the flag at the game. At the Phoenix Suns? <laughs> at the Suns. Yep. is a big flag and fire shooting in the air. I get a text. Buyers would like, and, and I was actually kind of excited because that was, I could handle it. But they said, buyers would like the pile of wood on the side of the guest house tossed in the dumpster along with the pile of the old trampling poles by the ground. And again, like I'm processing done because yeah. I didn't see a picture of this stuff. And the seller mentioned today that he could have his crew throw away anything the buyers didn't want. Enjoy the game. Yeah. I was like, oh. The seller's offering to throw away anything the buyer doesn't want. And the buyer doesn't want this pile of wood. And the buyer doesn't want this old trampoline. Right. Great. Easy peasy. Yes. Easy peasy, right? Like For a walk through. Well, because I had this theory in, in sales and usually... Um, if it's an easy trend, if it's an easy um, negotiation of the contract, inspections usually not as bad, and then the final walkthrough is not as bad. But if the inspect, you know, I mean, like the harder the contract is negotiation, the, if it's easy, then the inspections are a biatch, and then you know, like, but on this one, it was it was. Hold on, when it's easy negotiation of the contract, it's easy with the binzer. No, 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 easy. no. When it's easy with the binzer, when it comes when in, it's easy with the contract. The binzer's a nightmare. The binzer's not easy. Not At some easy. point, there's yeah. a not easy. There's a there, there's phase. a yeah. Most deals have it's either begin, middle, or end. One of them is just like over the top hard, because the reality is is that buying and selling houses is very emotional. And the emotions are going to come out at some point. Yeah. Right. So it's just when are you going to see those fangs come flying out, and how are you going to handle them? Hope you got a little tool to be sharpened. <laughs> okay. Good deal. All right. So then I take those exact words from the agent, and I take the text and I add a little of my own text. Hey, seller. So nice of you to offer to clean up the personal property that's yours. Uh, by the way, they don't want it, but thank you for letting you know the opportunity to leave the trampoline poles and the old wood behind the shed on the property. But they said since you said since you volunteered, they would like you to to get rid of it. So you're forwarding the agent's text about the wood pile and the trampoline to the client, but you're also trying to inf remind them that that was stuff that they were supposed to get rid of anyway. Right. It's hard. Um, the, uh, you know, this is the delicate walk, but we had to make the, uh, you know, I had to make sure the seller knew because it's even though they're asking for it. Yeah. The word is the show was called cheers, right? It's closing time. And it's the last, the few last items left over from 25 years that's just a hard hill to climb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So I said to the, I was looking for the phrase that I had, um, what I said to the seller, just so I can, because sometimes it's- Yeah, so you're scrolling through your text feed to go back to the message from when you said to the seller, Let's get these things taken care of. Right. Like, okay. Hey, good news yeah. in a sense, right? Because they didn't ask for anything that was outside of what the contract was 
already indicated. Right. That they would take all the personal property off. And so. Right. So I said, um, hey. Agent said she ran agent into said you. Agent said she ran into you and asked for everything, for the following. Everything else went great. Buyers would like the old pile of wood, blah, 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 blah. And my seller responds in an hour and a half later, Sunday night, before the final walk. Closing's tomorrow. tomorrow Closing's <clears throat> the next day, supposedly. I'm not able to get them to show on short notice. Sorry. Present for Jeff. Present for Jeff. Yeah. All right. The agent. Yeah. Yeah. And then I respond because we've gotten home from the game or we were on the way back home from the game. Jackson might have been driving at the time. I don't know. Um, and I said, agent said when you saw her on property, you offered. That's when I add in uh, anything that is personal property. Meaning not attached. Meaning not attached needs to be removed. How much is she referring to? Because she said an old pile of wood and some poles, and I wasn't. Yeah. And I knew that they had a dumpster out there. And then I put, I'll check to see if I can get a landscape over there because I represent them. And I'm trying to do my best to help them through this. Obviously, he said that he might not be able to get over there. You know, can you give me an idea on how much stuff is there? Um, and then, by the way, what time are they coming for the dumpster? Because I'm thinking, just pick up a couple pieces of wood and throw them over. And well, because the thing was, is I had remembered because there was a stack of old wood that was out by the stables, by the stables, which was neatly stacked. And I, I thought that was what we were referring to. Um, so then my seller said, you know, I left them some tile because he goes into how. He's helping them. He's helping them by leaving them some tiles, some trim, some flooring pieces. There may be six pieces of wood. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, and I forgot about the trampoline pieces, but three or four at the most. Yeah. <laughs> As we read through this, obviously. His yeah. No, but then he gets into the emotional side of it where he's basically like, we've worked our yeah, no, no, he said, this is uh, not the cow dung, it's the bull. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right? Thir they killed themselves for 13 hours and the last day of break. Even though, like. Tell him not to close. He's done. Well, yeah, and he's like, I don't care if it's contracted, that's my fault. I don't care that I. I, I know, I've given all I, I'm going to give. Right, yeah. Oh, by the way, Jeff. Let's, you know, a few minutes go by and then he sends the dumpsters there till noon. <laughs> like if you're going to if you're going to help with this. Right. Here's the level basically, of detail that you need. Basically, thank you, Mr. Agent. You're overpaid. So you need to get out there. And if you really think it's important enough, you need to get it done. That's yeah. your interpretation. Come on. Well, why was he telling me the dumpsters <laughs> there? It's his responsibility. If he's uh -huh. telling me the dumpsters there because I asked when the dumpsters there, I was trying to help him. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, then you can take care of it. Is yeah. what he's and saying. And he continues that it's it's total cow dung. Yeah, it's total cow dung. He reiterates his point of being cow dung, and then he's like, "There's not but 15 minutes of work," and I'm thinking, if there's only less than 15 minutes of work, then maybe why don't you do it? But uh, we don't say that. We don't say that because we're keep scrolling. Uh, putting the consumer first in our podcast. Yeah, we're gonna help him get it done. We're gonna help him get it done. Yep. Um. She called me out because I left a broom. I'm done. Yeah. Again, still. Up. So I think it was, that was Sunday night, right? That was at 10 o'clock Sunday night. And so then Monday, 
at I think 6:50 a.m. 6:51 according to the text. No, you texted me at maybe 7 a.m. Monday morning to say, uh, "Don't put on your work clothes. Meet me at the property. We've got some." Yeah, a, it was. A pile it, of wood it, it, it was trampoline. right around right around six, between the six and seven hour o'clock in the morning. I'm like, yeah, we got some. Phil, we're, we're, we got a wood pile. We got a wood pile. Put in a dumpster. Some, right, right. So don't. Yeah, I'm like, I'll contact Adam, our listing agent. We'll, our uh, we'll, listings manager. Listings manager. We'll head over there. And so Jeff, Adam, and I go to the house to get this pile of wood in the dumpster. And the pile of wood that you thought it was wasn't the pile of wood that was next to the guest house. The pile of wood that was next to the guest house was actually an old gazebo that they used to have on the property that the bottom had rotted you, out. You mean the 10-person gazebo? Yeah, so they moved <laughs> this four. I mean, it was made out of the four-by-four four wood structures. It probably stood, you know, eight or ten feet tall. And they had thrown it on the side of the guest house based on the the bushes that had grown through it now and have encompassed it, I don't know, five, ten years ago. Yeah. It was it was clearly there. He he obviously forgot about it because it was now under a forest. Yes. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. it was um and so we had uh what did we have? A pry bar to pull apart all of the metal, all of the nails out, right? We spent 2 hours working on that six pieces of Yeah, wood. I mean before I want to get to the seller cuz this is cuz this is about you start to, yeah. Well, I we said the there. seller I said um Cause he's like, you know, they asked for the buyer asked for favor and favor. Cause I was like, this is your responsibility. And he would not let me convince him of it was his responsibility. Um, he was just like, tell him not to close. And the next morning I'm like, they didn't say that. Cause I'm trying to keep it. I don't want this deal to fall out still. And I'll put, I'll grab some guys and take care of it. And then he's like, you don't need to, this is his text. Um, if you don't make it, if you don't make sure it's not above the rim <laughs> first, you don't have to do it. But when you go do it, don't fill the dumpster. Right. Cause then I'm going to have to pay for the dumpster. Okay. Um, and there's a ladder in, in the barn <laughs> to help you cause the, the, the dumpster is too high. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, I'll cover it a hundred bucks. We were headed there shortly. He's like, oh, there's plenty of room. Phil, was there a lot of room when we got there? In the no. Dumpster? Well, no. there was, but not for this gazebo. Yeah. Okay. So you took pictures of when we got there. This is what it looked like. You started taking pictures with your cell phone. Well, I was just, I'm document. I mean, if Documented. anything I learned from Jim Sexton, your father, and Marge at John Hall, and now carried through to EXP, it's make sure you take pictures and document what was going on just to be very clear and there was quite the pile of wood on the side of the house that i mean we had to go to uh ace ace hardware to get tools. yeah well not just tools like we had to get sledgehammers right we had to get um i had to get uh cutting like uh hedge trimmers, hedge trimmers right but the big one the big yeah. one because yeah. the limbs were those were thick like i yeah it was great Thankfully, he had wheelbarrows on property. Uh, what do you think? How many wheelbarrows full? He said 15 One, two, minutes. He meant well, he meant per wheelbarrow. We had two wheelbarrows, <laughs> and we had, yeah, probably 10 trips. The three of us? Yeah. 10 trips. Yeah, right. I mean, it was, it was a big 
It was bigger than just a pile of wood. Yeah. It yeah. was an old gazebo. It was an old gazebo. And then the trampoline was, you know, the 12-foot trampolines with all the pieces and all the bars. And when, So when he said the three emotion, or four. Yeah, the emotions take over. That's what, I mean, part of this learning and this negotiation podcast that we're doing right now is just understanding when people are emotional how the lot, you know, they say things like three or four pieces from a trampoline. It was three or four, it was four pieces per leg. It had four legs. It had, you know, a hundred springs or 80 springs around the whole thing. I mean, and those things are heavy. Like that was two wheelbarrows alone to get the spring and the old mat mat over to the thing. And then to get them all up the 10 foot ladder. Yeah, I was like 60 to 80 pieces is what I was thinking, including the springs that were, I mean. Yeah, which was, don't get me wrong. In this job, part of the reason why we all love this industry is because you're never sure what your day is going to bring. Maybe he was using dozens, three or four dozen pieces. <laughs> right. right. I, I tell you, that Monday morning, and when I went to bed Sunday night, I did not expect that I would be using a sledgehammer and a pry bar to deconstruct an old gazebo. He was helping us out. He was the good put, news, he, though? He, he knew we needed some exercise. It was the beginning yeah. of the year. We were trying to turn a new leaf. And in January, we were. the good news is there were, we didn't see any snakes. We didn't see any scorpions. Right, so it was very, we didn't get bit. We didn't get bit. Yeah, well, it was Arizona, and, and if I remember, it was sunny that day. We even broke a sweat. Yeah, yeah. 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 So then I took the pictures just to make sure to the make before the, well, and afters. putting the consumer first though. But because we're realtors, we want to make sure that they understand the length that we went because I want the referral. Right, I don't want my client to be up now. That I we went the extra mile, we negotiated this deal. Thankfully, the deal ends up closing. But I wanted to make sure that, because here's the thing: is when things go wrong in deals, the client remembers it being the realtor's fault, whether it's your fault or not. Right. That's just a lesson from the road. Yeah. Right. Like, so I send them, you know. Uh, video because not only did I take pictures, but I also took video of us wheelbarrowing, dumping it over. Right, I sent them about you know eight or ten pics of videos and pictures, and I put it took us about three of us about an hour and a half, including removal of the leftover trampoline pieces by the playground. Technically, it was waste. We put it all in a dumpster, and he's like, "Thanks, Jeff, you're the best." <laughs> yeah, yeah. And did it close? It closed that day. That. That day and on then the, time, and then the, was well, it well then because the, I, I texted the agent, I said I got it, it's all taken care of, yes. good, good, good. And then the next day is when they came to pick up the dumpster. Oh, <laughs> yeah, and, and yeah. Okay, so yeah, then that been. night, that can you remind me the guy that was going to come pick up the? Oh, because he wanted us to leave the armoire, and there was boxes there, and then um, I get a text two, tomorrow at noon, two days later, Wednesday. Yep. Um, Jeff, they won't pull the dumpster because it's overtopped, which we knew it was overtopped, but we couldn't fit the gazebo in the top of the, yeah, right. Like yeah. the gazebo <laughs> and the trampoline poles, we got, there was, like, there was more garbage than we were jumping dumpster. on it. Yeah, we no, tried. we tried to push it down. You have videos of us and I, jumping on the stuff it, in the dumpster. True, to try true. To keep and it, the in line. the video, maybe he didn't look at the photos. Maybe. Because clearly in the photos, you could see the stuff was jetting out of the I mean, it was pretty close to being all in. Close. All right, close. good deal. We tried. We thought that it was, you know, yeah. So he texts me at noon and says, Jeff, they won't pull the stuff out of the dumpster, but because it's over top, someone needs to just rearrange whatever you threw in there. 
Now, I thought there was going to be another following text that said, oh, by the way, thank you so much. I know it was my problem, not your problem. None of, no, it didn't come. You didn't think that was no, coming. I didn't think you it was coming, no. I knew it was like, nanny, 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 go F yourself. Take care of it, sucker. I got you the first time, and now you need to go back. And that's where I was like, no. Is that the, right here, dance, monkey, dance, monkey, dance. Oh, no, wait. Dance for me, dance for me, dance for me. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, I think that's the one. How old are your kids? What is that? Seven. Dance Keep monkey? Keep going. Okay, yeah, yeah. all right. So then I decide that I'm not gonna, I was like, what? we were already in this thing for four and a half hours at the time. An hour and a half for you, hour and a half for me, hour and a half for Adam, right? Being, and he's like, now, I mean, to me. And now we gotta go back two days after close to continue to work on this. Right, which like, is, dude, which is not, tell like, the, the it does not say anywhere in our agency form that we have pre-signed that says that we, we said we're not experts in any of that stuff, right? Anyway. So I put, the text I said was, I sent you the pictures. It was waste to accent that it was his, he, it was his garbage he left on the property clearly that needed to be removed. It's written into the contract that the seller, <clears throat> I didn't underline, I just put the seller, meaning him, is to remove any and all personal property, because that's what, the, it doesn't say you have to be clean, just has to remove it all. I took two of my team members over with me. Are you asking me to take care of it? And he put, nope. nope. He was trying to rope me in again. That was the third time he tried to rope me. The first two, I'm, you know, uh, the buyer added a, the buyer added a great deal of stuff, right? I know there certainly there was no, there were no cabinets. Call me, and I put in a meeting. Can, you know, can't um, I'll talk to you. This I'll talk to you later. Yeah. Yep. And it all ended oh, up being okay. Worked out. They yeah. took it. Oh. Wow. So the negotiation style here is you try to stay out of deals to the point that you know that you need to get into them, right? Like there's lots of things that no, you don't go well, to. You don't go to the walkthrough as the listing agent. You're not involved in that because you get because that leads to you getting roped into doing more things in a transaction that are outside of what you need to do for a transaction to close than you want to. Like there's things that you intentionally don't get involved with. But then I've seen the line come on several deals where you just take it on. Well, that's There's no more. I'm not I'm not going to ask anybody else to hire somebody to go do anything. That, like, there comes a point where you're like, okay, I'm going to go get this done myself. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, is, you know, um, it's probably just experience because I know that if it does not get done, that's the risk skyrockets. The risk skyrockets and... The cost skyrockets. We, well, it takes me more time after to fix it is usually my parameter, right? Is it going to cost me more time in the future? Meaning, also, I didn't think that we were going to resell this house. You mentioned referrals. All of it. That is the other piece of it. Is our business is mainly we've got uh, a huge focus to. You mean we're looking to do seventy million in referral business this year, and we need his referrals too? I agree, because yes. we're not doing deals to just get the check. That's dumb. That's uh, short sightedness on behalf of agents. Is that they think you know? I think in trying to help people and coach them and provide you know team leaders, it's it's you know you're there to provide great experiences for consumers, and sometimes you just gotta go the extra mile. Well, it's about the long game in that case, and so when you know when you're ready to to make plays based on the long game. And that's obviously what was done here. But then the second piece of it from the negotiation standpoint is how you document it 
and how you bring the consumer through the process with the photos and with the videos, it's not it's not organic for a lot of people. I think for a lot of our listeners, it's not organic to make sure that you're bringing your clients through the pro- the things that you're going above and beyond to take care of. For you, them. You're talking about the I have this habit of liking to. Take photo, take videos. Hey, Mr. Seller, we're out here picking up. Here's the stuff that they were talking about. It looks like there was a gazebo out here previously or something that, that was grown over. You do that by nature, by organically, where I think a lot of other, a lot of people, it just doesn't come as natural. So Yeah, no, I learned it when we, when at first, when I started having, I remember um, there was a, it was Tracy's great clients, uh, Tracy Hoffman's house out in Cave Creek. And remember we had a new, uh, a new uh, TC and she had repairs done. And I'm like, she's like, well, how do I know what he's doing? And I'm like, you know, have, have him take, take a, a pic, take a yes. video. So, but it's we practicing. Went over to it's, that house. It's pra- That's when we tried to become slider door repairmen. Yes. <laughs> right. But we did go to that house. How funny. Yeah. Well, cause he, cause she, when she had the guy out there, he didn't fix it right because she didn't have him take a picture. But we paid the pay- invoice. We paid the invoice. And so we were like, here's the paid invoice. And the client said, no, that wasn't done there. It's still broken. Well, here's the invoice and a video of showing that it got done. If, if RTC would have said to the repairman, well, can you please send me a video showing me when it's done? Same thing happened at the fireplace right over there off of the princess where we had to go show that you could actually turn on the gas fireplace where you've oh, taken how videos funny, of cause that. we're in spring training and that was a major league umpire. I remember that one. Yes. Yeah. We had that cause the, cause the buyer's agent, cause again, it's the whole idea of, um, experience meaning because the, I don't know how many fireplaces the buyer's agent had fixed and we, we not even fixed turned on, turned on. Yeah. Right. Hmm. So use your video more capture or use your phone more to capture the things that well because what it does is it convinces your client that you're providing superb representation right it's documenting the process it's going the extra mile but then it's also you know because I was commenting on the contract right like I was I, just showing because I think that they need to know that you're like if he thought that that was part of our deal, I don't think we, it would have been as good, right? Like, because if he thought that we're supposed to do that on every deal, it's just knowing that it's time to be very transparent. Before we wrap up this episode, I am excited that next episode is going. we're going to have a team leader who runs, who lives in one state and runs a team from a different state. I can't wait. Do you know what, do you, do you know who this guy is? I do. He, it's funny because he has a famous point in the turn of us becoming a dominant listing agent. Or we'll probably have that story. We're, We're going to have bring to have that, that story, story for him. Yeah. Yes. Oh, God. But what I, a great story. Thank you story. guys for turn, tuning into our series on negotiations with this one particular story. Again, if you like it, let us know. If you want to hear more stories from the road, it's like they just keep coming. They We keep making more stories from the road. We're happy to share with you, and we have lessons that we think are helpful. Right. But, uh, comment. Shoot us a text. Comment in the video on Facebook. Um, subscribe. Subscribe. Let us – I mean, I would love to see any comment, just a recording of where they're listening to the podcast because we saw a lot of RSS feeds, and I don't know where – I mean, I know that we're on SoundCloud. I know that we're on iTunes. Mm-hmm. iTunes. Um, blueberry or whatever. Yeah, we use blueberry, blueberry to, dis- to distribute. Yeah. Yep. So I just was curious if anyone comments where they see it, if it's a different place, or they like to, you know, 
Uh, thank you so much. We do appreciate it. If there's any any specific topic they would like us to cover in the industry leading training, like let us know. We love it. So happy March. Thanks, guys. See ya.